Good morning, Jackson, Mississippi, and all surrounding areas. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. Welcome in. Hope everybody's having a good morning out there. It's cold this morning. Your boy, your boy uh, had to stop and get some gas and immediately regretted not getting the gas last night when I was passing by the three gas stations within a quarter mile of my house. So now I'll just do it in the morning. Golly, 35 degrees out there pumping gas this morning. I guess I can't complain. It's better than it being 105 degrees. Sweating, humidity, all nasty. Ugh. All right, man, we are live in the Mac hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios here at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza in Florida, Mississippi. I just got off the phone with the uh, general manager of Mac Hike, Mr. Corey McDonald. He wanted me to remind y'all they are the home of the $399 car payment. They've also got up to $15,000 off select models out there. So y'all get out there, check them out. And they're 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 laying down the gauntlet. One of the one of the things in the car business, you know, I've been in it for twelve years now. I took a year off, but twelve years. One of the big things, one of the big complaints always is it takes too long to get in and out of here, man. Buying a car shouldn't be so complicated. You pick it out, you negotiate price, you go in the finance box. Why is it taking me four or five hours to do this? Well, I mean, I'll just say this. If you would just agree on the dang, if you would just pay MSRP, you could save a lot of time instead of all that haggling. But th- that's just me. I'm biased. Anyway, they're, they're, they're going to do their best to get you in and out within one hour. Once you've got done your test drive and you've, you've agreed that you want to buy that vehicle, their goal is to get you in and out in an hour or less. Man, you can't beat that. For the second most expensive purchase most people are going to make is, unless you own some land somewhere too, a deer camp or something like that, the most second most expensive purchase you'll ever make is your vehicle right behind your house. Unless you like jewelry. Anyway, I digress. To get in and out in an hour, that's good business right there. That's at Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Right there in Flowood. Shop them online. MacHikeCDJRF.com. All right, man. I had a blast doing yesterday's show. I really did. It um, it was a nice, it was just a nice palate cleanser, and the the feedback on it was huge. I mean, really big. I had people from all over the country texting me about that show yesterday. That it just enjoyed it. It was fun. We had a whole new uh, audience listening yesterday. We crashed or dang near crashed the live stream. Uh, it did huge numbers yesterday. Thank you all that tuned in for that. And I, you know, so yesterday's show, if you didn't listen, it was like the 20 red flags for dating for men that, how do I say it right here? The 20 red flags men need to avoid when dating women. And look, some of them were a little ridiculous. I'm going to be honest. But I think at the end of the day, you just need to make common sense decisions. Like, bro, if it seems too good to be true, it's probably too good to be true. I mean, just look, look at everything and make a good judgment call. Use the head on your shoulders. Make a good judgment call. You know, does it make sense? So I, I think in closing, I, and I posted this on social media last night, but after talking to a few people whose opinions I trust, a couple of females, 
I think that the best way to look at stuff, because 20 red flags, I mean, good Lord. And I thought of another three or four more just uh, while I was doing the show. 25 or so total. It, I'm going to be honest. If she don't have at least two or three of those red flags, that's a red flag. Then I'm then I'm really concerned because ain't nobody perfect except me, and it just there's no way there's no way. She, she gonna have at least two or three red flags. And it, look, the older you get, the more red flags you gonna have. <laughs> so anyway, we all got a past. I ain't concerned with it. All I'm concerned about is today and the future. Really, just today. You treat me right today. You do right by me. I don't care about your past. I got one too. So uh, there are, you know. <clears throat> There are a few green flags, you know, that we don't talk about. Like how to know when you you got a good woman. We always talk about what to avoid. Maybe sometimes we need to talk about what not to ignore. You know, because if if you got a good woman or you got a good girl trying to be your woman, you know, she's throwing out these signs that, hey, I'm I'm a good woman. You need to pay attention to them. Uh, Does she... Does she legitimately reach out and text you and call you for no other reason than just to say, hey, that to me, that's that's a big sign. She She's showing that she's interested in you. Don't ignore that. Does she, when she's over at your house, if y'all are early on into hanging out or whatever, and she, uh, she's picking up and cleaning up and putting your dishes in the dishwasher and uh, throwing your clothes in the, in the, into the laundry or, in, or actually doing your laundry, you know, straightening up your house. Uh, how is she with your dogs? If you have pets, you know if she's good with your dogs. She's good with your kids. If you're a single single fathers out there, you know these are these are the things you really need to pay attention to. And say you're sick, does she quit what she's doing and come over to help you with no concern about her own health or possibly getting sick? If she does these things, this is a keeper. You hold on to these girls. You don't let them back out into the wild. Trap them. Whatever you, whatever you must do. These are good girls. Uh, you know, one of the other things, if she's not a social media skank, you know, and I use the word skank loosely, but if she's not on there with every other photo, revealing selfie of some sort, you know, begging for guys' attention, begging for simps' attention, you know, if it's just a picture of her, her kids, or her, yeah, you, know, you know what I mean. You know them when you see them. Attention. Uh, I want to say attention. There's another word I want to use, but I don't know that I can say it on radio. Anyway, just constantly needing attention. So, just uh, you know, man. Like I said, if they're 40 years old and they still got, if their profile pictures still have their cleavage hanging out, and that, that that these are the things you need to pay attention to. Anyway, so. There's a dating advice by Clay, but don't take none from me because I clearly do not have a good track record at it. So <clears throat> there's that. We're going to have Anson Walker in the studio here, you know, in about five minutes, I guess. Ten minutes, something like that. We'll be discussing the Walker lifestyle segment of the week. I'm interested to see what Anson has in mind. I did not, uh, I did not ask him what we were talking about in advance, but we always have a good show. Always enjoy chatting it up. With Anson, in the eight o'clock hour, we're gonna have eight o five. We're coming back from the top of the eight o'clock hour. Uh, we're gonna have the president of the American Kratom Society or Kratom Association on discussing 
Lee Yancey and them trying to ban Kratom again in Mississippi. You know, at some point, we're going to stop all this banning stuff. At some point, we're going to stop it. <laughs> uh, Josh texts in on the Guns and Gear text line and says, uh, she didn't cry when old Yeller died. That's a red flag. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. She didn't cry when old Yeller died. Here's a, now, here's a red flag we didn't talk about yesterday. If her role model is Beth Dutton from Yellowstone, red flag, big red flag. If their role model or any of these toxic females on TV, red flag. That ain't normal. Quit watching that stuff. If you think you want to be that. No. Bad girl. Stop. I don't even know. I can't believe I missed that yesterday. Yeah, I mean, if Beth Dutton is her red flag, or she posts Beth Dutton memes talking about her and Rip's relationship and why it's so good, she got daddy issues too. So here I go. This is what gets me in trouble. Talking about this kind of stuff. She definitely got daddy issues if Beth Dutton is her role model. <laughs> hey, real quick, man. I want to give a birthday shout out to one of our good friends of the show. Mr. Sean McDaniels down there with the Capitol Police. He's putting together his uh, his law fit sponsorship teams and all that stuff. If uh Sean's good people, man. He's always first in line to help somebody when they're doing something. Get down there trying to save Jackson. Boots on ground. Happy birthday to Sean. He's a good dude. He's probably listening right now. If he's not, I'll be disappointed. So shout out to Sean. Uh, check out his Facebook page, SD McDaniels. And check out his law fit stuff. And that is a cool competition where all of our local law enforcement, not local, but statewide law enforcement, uh, they kind of do like a, fitness olympics type things best way i can describe it it's really cool and it's going to be in flowwood this year it's been up in north mississippi the last few years so getting it back down here in central mississippi i highly recommend going to checking this thing out i've been following it online for a few years now and uh, it's very very interesting i cool i mean i want to go watch stuff <clears throat> i'd like to participate but uh, i ain't law enforcement so there's that let's see here Derek trying to start a fight with the girls this morning. I'm just going to go on and say it. These are Derek's words, not mine, on the Guns and Gear text line. It says, if her, if her hair, nails, body parts are not hers, red flags, fake eyelashes, etc. I don't know. I mean, look, I get it, but stuff like that doesn't necessarily bother me. If she's had a little surgical enhancement, if uh, she's got them big nails, big eyelashes, I don't care. As long as as what's in her heart's good, I don't care uh, about the other stuff. I really don't. If 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 she's in her forties, trying to trying to hold on to some youth a little bit, wants to cares enough about you to try to look good for try to make herself look good. I'm a, excuse me. Uh, I'm good with that. I really am. That kind of stuff don't bother me. But I get it. At the same time, I get it. Every, everybody's different. Everybody's different. All right, look. Let's take a break real quick. When we come back, we'll have Anson B. Walker with the WalkerLifestyle.com, general manager out there at Gluckstat Fitness Live in the Mack Hike of Flowwood Studios with us. If you want to text into the show, the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. The ClayEdwardShow.com hotline, 601-879-0002. We'll be right back after this on 1039 WYAB. 
breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios out here at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza. This segment, real quick, man, is going to be brought to you by my friends over at A1 Gear and Auto. Man, whether you got a check engine light on, your air ain't blowing cold, or on a morning like this, you find out your heat don't work. It's only about once or twice a year you find out your heat don't work. <laughs> it's like, uh-oh, <laughs> man, get over there to A1 Gear and Auto. Man, look, of course, they specialize in your ring and pinions, your rear ends, your transfer cases, all that good stuff. I called Justin the other day to get some advice on <clears throat> flushing out the transmission in my in my Tahoe. He gave me some good advice and got it done, and boom, back on the road. Well, it was never off the road. Did a little prevent preventive maintenance, and, uh, man, look, they can help you out. If your car is acting up in any way, especially we're going to be getting into Jeep season here soon. All you guys and girls are going to be getting those Jeeps and going to be jacking them up and the big 35s, 36s on them. And you're not going to go and you're not going to get your uh, your gears swapped out in your rear end. You need to do that. Um, or otherwise, you're going to be leaving a lot of power uh, on the table that you lost because you jacked it up and put the big wheels and tires on there. You're going to be trying to get up on the interstate. going to be trying to get up to speed, get out of the way of the big 18-wheelers. You ain't going to be able to. And bad things are going to happen. All right, maybe not. But you can definitely not lose any power if you go out there to A1 Gear and Auto and get them to swap out your uh, your gears. And make sure you get it done in the front, too, because your four-wheel drive won't work if you just get it done in the back. But they can tell you all about that at A1 Gear and Auto, Highway 49 South in Florence. Big white building, big red sign. Cannot miss them. As soon as you come through. Uh, downtown Richland or the Richland, you know what I mean by we come through the main Richland area. As soon as you get into Florence, they're on the right there, right before you get to Gunner Road and all that. Uh, you follow them on Facebook at A1 Gear and Auto or give them a call today, 601-939-1060. All right, man, I'm joined in the studio this morning by my buddy, Mr. Anson B. Walker with the Walker Lifestyle. He's also the general manager at Gluckstadt fitness uh formerly stark fitness up there in gluckstadt good morning anson good morning, oh, hold on brother yeah there we go morning man how you doing bro good bro how about yourself i'm good i'm good enjoyed uh listening to that first section on the way in i hate i missed your red flag section yesterday i was working but uh i will hit the podcast and uh get some get some advice from that one yeah you know it condenses down pretty well on the podcast a two-hour show that I, I think gets down to about an hour and 20 yeah. minutes or so on the yeah. podcast, hour and 17 minutes. So it's, it's not a difficult listen at all. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Uh, it was fun being able to give credit to the author that uh, that came up with those red yes. flags. So I don't have to necessarily fall on yeah. that sword. Um, I thought of a few myself. Apparently, yeah. people got a big chuckle out of me. Uh, I said one red flag is if you pick up her purse and shake it, and it sounds like the Rankin County mating call. <laughs> I didn't hear that. That that is the pill bottle noise. <laughs> okay. I said you, I said you may want to check and find out what's in them pill bottles. Oh man. If it yeah. ain't vi- if it ain't vitamins. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. You, you need an explanation. Yes, you do. If it's not over the counter, we probably got some issues. Yeah, I mean, you know, most people can leave their crazy pills at the house anyway. Yeah. Absolutely. You, know, you got to have them with you. You know, it's that, a different story. It could be a problem. Yeah, man, look, and I ain't knocking folks that have to do it. I'm just saying I don't want to date you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've, I've been down that road. Dude, I have too. I, I think probably most of us have, especially if we're in your 40s. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you hadn't, there's probably something wrong. But anyway. Well, you know, and, and we could probably get into a whole conversation about this, but this over-medication of America, Yeah. This there's a pill for everything. That's right. I don't blame it on the people necessarily. They went to their doctor and they're depressed or yeah. whatever. They're, we'll take this. We'll take this. Yeah. We'll take this. Oh, take... Here's here's something to wake up. Here's something to stay awake. Here's something to not feel anything. Yeah. Here's something for pain. Yeah. 
here's something to go to sleep. Yeah. There's five pills right well, there. I'll give you an example. So this was about a year ago. I'm at the VA, and, my, and I have a doc, new doctor every time I go in for my personal, you know, doctor. And uh, he's like, all right, I see we had a knee replacement. I see we got some foot issues. I see it. And, dude, he starts naming off, you know, I can give you this for this, this for this, this. And he starts naming off medications. And, dude, after about six, I said, I just stopped him. I said, hey, doc, man, look, I appreciate you. I, I know you're, you're trying to do your job. I said, I don't, I don't take that stuff, don't need that stuff, don't want that stuff. And But that's how he was trained to – have a consult with me, his new patient, Mr. Walker. And it, it blows my mind, Clay. It really does. But that's that's what they're trained to do. It's not necessarily their fault. But if your doctor is not subscribing to you some sunshine, some water, and some exercise, if that's not he's what he's prescribing to you, you have a drug dealer. You don't have a doctor. That's a fact. Amen with that, man. I, we had Allison Noe on here. We started doing a health show on Mondays, mm-hmm. a natural health show. And she brought sunlight up multiple times. Yeah. And it's, it's like, you know, big you, need, deal. you need 15, 20 minutes a day in and, the sun. And I would, I would say if you can, 45 minutes, mm-hmm. I really would. And uh, I've put your sunscreen on. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying you need to get outside the sun. It's powerful. That is a powerful, powerful, powerful thing. And it helps us in every way. Huh. And it's just the light itself. When I know? got to the dealership Monday, I made it a point. I got out there and walked around the lot about six times. Yes. And this, it was nice and sunny out yep. there. She said, saying what, what it just does to your eyes for your body's anatomical, yep. natural clock. Yep. To like to know when it's, you get to know when to get tired. And, and, and all it, these it actually helps your body produce melatonin, which makes you sleepy at night to go to sleep. I mean, it's just, it's, everything is natural. Yeah. And that's just what now we've gotten everything's prescription. And that's not right. Y'all, the average Mississippian now is on six prescription drugs, average. So how many people you think are on 11 or 12? Because I'm on zero. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yep. So anyway, that's that's what we got. And I'm telling you, a little exercise, a little sunlight, a little movement, moving your AWS. If you will do that, that will fix 90% of your problems, I promise. Yeah. I mean, look, I was just never thinking about it. So I know I've got two or three different prescriptions I can fill at any time. Mm-hmm. No, which I don't take them. I mean, I take one to sleep. But I don't take the other stuff. It's like there's one for my gout, preventive, and then there's one for this other thing, and this and that and the other. And I'm just like, yeah. And they're just sitting there in my drawer. I'm like, well, if nothing else, if the if the world ends tomorrow or the, everything completely crashes, I've at least got my gout medicine, right? A stockpile of that. <laughs> so, all right, man, let's take a call here real quick from right. Derek. Hey, Derek. Hello. Hey, buddy, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Hey, Anson, um, how you doing, friend? I'm good, Derek. How are you, man? Hey, doing better. Hey. Good. good. Hey, listen, have you guys ever heard of the Health Ranger? Yes. Um, that's one of his biggest recommendations to people of color is to get out in the sun more, and you all avoid, like, several different cancers. And he said the, the one thing that he found shocking about the health industry is that they don't tell blacks that they can prevent cancer for basically six cents a day by taking a, a vitamin D supplement. Because it's a well-known fact that, that blacks or people with darker melanin get their vitamin D from the sun. And since we all work in, indoors, this is why we have an increase in pancreatic cancers and different cancers in the black community. But I was wondering, have you ever heard him talk about that, Anthony? Um, not him specifically, but Derek, I read about it, and I'll just tell you this, man: the sun is nothing but a big ball of energy. Why wouldn't you want to get some of that? You know what I'm saying? And that's why 
God made the world the way the world is, man. We're supposed to be outside. We're supposed to work. We're supposed to sweat. The more we move as an individual, the more we use our bodies, the better our bodies become. Unlike equipment, unlike a car, unlike a Jeep, whatever. And that's why God made our bodies perfectly if we'll just do our part, Derek. And I, I know exactly what you're saying, man. I agree with it 100%. Yeah, I, it's like a song that came back, came out in the 90s. I'm going to soak up the sun. That, that song talks about, like, depression. But then in, in the chorus, she says, I'm going to soak up the sun. Yeah. You know, pretty much telling you that a good portion of your health is, 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 is tied to the sunlight. Absolutely. And just being outside, even if it's a cloudy day, Derek, getting outside. Because here's the deal, brother. Anxiety and depression cannot exist in sunlight. Okay? In any kind of light, that stuff cannot exist. It's impossible. And that's why when people are depressed or have severe, severe anxiety, they're in a dark place in their house or in a dark room, and they're sitting still, motionless. And it eats away at you. And that's why I tell people all the time, you have to move your ass. You've got to move to prevent anxiety and depression. And we control that, dude, but a lot of people don't. And that's why it's been on the rise since this COVID stay in place and working yeah. from home. Since. Yep, you're right, dude. You're right. Awesome call, man. Thanks, Derek. Have a good day. You too, man. Let's take one more here real quick. Hey, Collie, you're on there. Hey, how you doing this morning? Man, we're doing good. How about yourself? Uh, I've always read and heard that people up north around Alaska, where the, where is the dark part of the uh, you know where the, where the where the sun don't shine a lot in the wintertime, and everything. Mm-hmm. They get a lot lot more people commit suicide and get depressed. That's a fact. Down down here, we don't. Well, I guess you. But getting out in the sunlight, the sun controls a lot of that. And I guess up there, they have a, a suicide rate. When, and then when it gets dark up there, uh, really high. They have a high alcohol alcoholic rate as well. A lot of uh, drug, heavy, higher drug rate percentage, uh, drug addicts, alcohol addiction than we do down here for what you just said. So absolutely, yeah. you're, you're spot on. Yep. Same thing out in uh, Seattle and Portland right. and stuff with all the rain and uh, the drug use, the opioid use, the heroin. People are trying to manufacture happiness because it's always dark and gloomy and rainy and and all that. So yeah, it, that that's no uh, that's no accident. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Uh, good call there. Yeah, you know, you think back to the '90s, all those grunge bands out of Seattle and just that very. I mean, it created some amazing music, that atmosphere, yeah. but it also uh, that music came from a real place of darkness and depression. So, Big time. Anson, let's take a break, come back, and get started with our segment. You got it, brother. You ready? All right. We'll be right back. This is The Clay Edwards Show, joined in studio by Anson B. Walker, thewalkerlifestyle.com, the Walker Lifestyle app, available on all major um, – available on Apple and Google Play stores, is what I was trying to say. I, I like the way you said that. <laughs> And, uh, of course, you can do it at thewalkerlifestyle.com. He's also the general manager here locally at Stark Fitness, head trainer, too. We'll be right back. Gluckstat Fitness. I'm sorry. Gluckstat <laughs> Fitness. I'm on a roll this morning. You are. We'll be right back on The Clay Edwards Show. Say so welcome back into The Clay Edwards Show. This is our weekly and one of my absolute favorite segments of the week. This is the Walker Lifestyle segment with Anson. I like to say Anson B. Walker because that's how it is on Facebook. It meant enough to him to put the B on Facebook, so we're going to put the B on the radio. <laughs> well, my, my, my type boys they call me Anson B. So Anson B. We're good. I like it. We're good. So uh, Anson is the general manager out there at Gluckstat Fitness, head trainer, and, of course, author of 
his book. Anson, what's the name of your book again? Free to be the best me. That's it. Free to be the best me. I thought so. I could only see the bottom of it. And I hadn't <laughs> said the words in a while. No, no, you're good, man. I got you to read a book. I'm pretty happy with myself. You, you, I'm going to tell you what. I've, I've read two books from front to back the last two years. You read one. I let you borrow. Yes. And I read yours. Yeah. And those are the two books. I've, now I've read bits and pieces of other books. Right. But I really, really got to start carving out the time to read more. I do the audio books. Yeah, yeah. But it's not the same as reading it. Because reading is the best way to remember something. Well, you're gonna comp- comprehend it. You're gonna digest it better reading. When you listen to it, you're gonna your mind's gonna wander a little bit, mm-hmm. and that's just because that's just human nature. But I, I do a lot of podcasts when I'm working out or or doing cardio, whatever, and I'll get half of them. So, well, good stuff. Uh, what we uh what are we thinking this morning? So, dude, I've got a uh, I want to say it was early Tuesday morning. I wake up early, eating breakfast, and I get this. Uh, I get a a message from Christina Cannon Foto, F-O-T-O is that last name, and she lives in Brandon. And here's what she said. She goes, uh, hi, Anson, warning, this may get lengthy. So I told myself that I would finish your book in full before sending you a message. Thus far, your words and your spirit through your words have been a breath of fresh air. Seriously, I've read and have a good understanding logic of fitness, the yeas and the nays of it all. Yet you hit on so many areas that no other fitness guru has ever seemed to do for me. Your ability to be real without flinching is so very inspiring. Thank you for sharing yourself in such a vulnerable and powerful way. A little background on me. At the time I messaged you, picked up my signed copies of your book, I was, am, recovering from a double mastectomy. I am cancer-free today and am steadily focused on healing in so much more than physical ways. I am a single mom. That should say something. I am determined and some say strong or just plain hard-headed person. I had not been feeling so strong, not even as a mom, my most important role to date. To make a long story short, I just read through Pretender vs. Contenders, and I knew I had to write you to thank you. Through divorce, career, confusion, and loss, past mistakes, cancer, I have struggled on and off with feeling defeated, angry, sad, etc. Listening to you on WYAB stoked my want to gift your book. I I wouldn't know then just how much I would need it myself. Your kindness is gifting me a book in return was nothing short of a God move. I am long-winded by nature. Thank you, Mom. And I know that this has been a chapter all its own, but I would be remiss if I did not take the time to tell you how you have impacted me from afar. Keep on keeping on, Anson. You are changing lives. One last thing. Could I get another signed copy of your book? You can make it out to Kirby. P.S. Kirby is my friend and ex-husband, my son's father. Here's to being a contender. You may get another chapter from me once I finish the book. Best and happy new year, my friend, Christina. So, Clay, a couple things. One, that's very humbling. That's why I wrote the book. That's why we, we, I thought I had something to say. I thought I maybe could positively impact some people. Did it. Number two, she made my week. She didn't realize, Christina, you didn't realize that I need inspiration. I need motivation. I think I'm on the right path. I'm trying to do the right thing. But that positive reinforcement that I get from people like you keeps me keeping on. And I appreciate that. And so I owe you a big thank you. Also, I autographed the book, wrote it out to Kirby. It's waiting at the front desk. She's going to pick that book up today. And uh, I gave her the other one free. She's paying for this one. So, Christina, I appreciate you. Clay, that's why I do what I do right there. 
you know, uh, first off, red flag. She uh, she's she's keeping an X around. <laughs> uh, That's I right. Kid. I well, kid. Yeah. I kid. Common denominator, kid. And so I've got yeah. mad respect for her communicating and being a friend with her ex husband, so they can uh, raise that young man. No, a- absolutely. Yeah. I'm yeah. just joking. I know that. But uh, but no, g- good stuff there. And I'm gonna tell you what, man. The folks out there, and that's something I, I've I've got to experience a little bit more the last couple of years from since I started doing this radio show was, or even the, just the Save Jackson Facebook page is complete strangers will walk up to me at places and say, hey, man, I just want to thank you for what you do, for saying the things that we wish we could say, yeah. so on and so forth. And <clears throat> I will never take that for granted. Yeah. You know, it means, because that's that motivation I need sometimes, too. Absolutely. Sometimes you wonder, is there anybody on the other side of this microphone? That's right. Listening, are you, are you touching people? Is the work you put in worth it? Yeah. And is it all the stuff that you're saying, does it fall on deaf ears sometimes? And I know it doesn't, but when you hear it and you get that compliment, that's why I try to compliment people as much as I can because it means something. It really does, man. We, I, I, I think I'm doing the right thing. At least I, I sleep good at night. I, I, every, I, everything tells me I'm doing the right thing. But when you hear a total stranger, Christina, text me something like that, um, it makes it worthwhile, dude. It really does. And uh, For the first time in my life, I am more comfortable in my own skin than I've ever been. Right. I mean, there's a line in a Yellow Wolf song that says, uh, long story short, I had to put all my beliefs on the front line to get everything I wanted out of this lifetime. And, I mean, politically, him and I do not agree on anything. He's a, he's a white rapper, uh, <laughs> runs with Eminem and all right, of them. Right. But you got a line to get everything I wanted out of this lifetime. Yeah. I had to put my beliefs on the front line. Absolutely. Is the, is the quote. And, and I did, you know, two years ago, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have understood that. But two years into this, I completely understand it, yeah. and after I, I get out here every day and I bear my soul, I, That's right. I, I pull no punches. Yeah, y'all know every dark secret about me, from addiction to having a GED to failed marriages to everything. Yeah, I mean I don't I don't, I don't hold back because I'm not going to let somebody else tell my story. That's right. I'm going to tell it. That's right. And uh, <clears throat> and when I look in the mirror, I'm happier with myself, and I don't I don't just mean appearance wise. I mean the person the, the person on whose eyes I'm looking into yep. in that mirror. I'm happier with myself than I've ever been Yeah, because I'm honest with myself and I'm honest with these people. Well, I heard you for the first time, you know, on the radio and we've had this conversation and I said, I like that guy cause he's real. That's what I said. And then the first time I met you, we kind of rehashed that a little bit, but, um, you see what you get with you. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, that's, that's the people I hang out with clay. I don't, the superficial, these people that worried about what the Joneses think and, and who's driving this and that dude. I don't give a rat's ass about that stuff. It impresses me zero. I want to see your heart. I want to see your soul. I want to see your character. Are you a man or a woman of integrity? Are you honest? Okay? That's what I care about. Um, that's the way my wife is. Uh, my wife makes me want to be a better man, Tiffany. Therefore, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give her the best I can give her. Yeah, look, I like nice houses. I like nice cars. I like nice things. But the first thing I think about when I see somebody with all those things is, how stressed out and in debt are you? Yeah. Yep. You know, I, I don't look at it like, I, I don't, I'm not jealous at all. You know, I'm proud of them. If that's what they yep. want to work their, their butts off to get, if they want to stay stressed out and maxed out and yep. all that, I th- always, you know, we always pick on like neighborhoods like reunion and stuff. Right. I mean, look, God bless the people that can afford to live out there. Yeah. But you mentioned keep up with the Joneses and, yep. you know, that's got to be 
have first world problems here, but it, it's got to be a tough, stressful life. Well, I feel like you have to do. I that. got three or four friends, and then a couple other clients that live in Reunion, and these these people are the best of the best. I'm sure. just going to tell you that right now. Um, having said that, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Um, I quit worrying about that dog and pony show about 15 years ago. Yeah. Again, not a knock on anybody. No, out there. no, no, just, not at all. Just saying. I don't know that I could do the rat well, race. Well, if you take it as a knock, that's that's your fault. Yeah. Okay, that's your fault. Yeah, thin skin. It's not a knock at thin all. Skin. Um, if you can live at a reunion, you're doing something right, too. So let's be honest. Oh, absolutely. So, your yeah. credit's better than mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anson, what, what else we got this morning, All right, brother? so let me let me hit this real quick and then tell me when we want to take a break. Um, so, y'all, I know some of you right now, you're hurt, you're jaded, you're broke, you're beat down mentally, okay, physically. Uh, a friend of mine's going through a divorce right now. Man, it's tough. Um, I feel for that that guy. When I broke my back, when I broke my ribs, when I broke my tailbone, I never thought I'd be back 100%. I didn't. I poured, I got myself. So Monday through Thursday, I just didn't sleep. And then start Friday night, Saturday night, I would drink uh, uh, vodka, uh, Tito's, until I couldn't see straight, mix it with pain pills so I'd pass out, so I could sleep, so I could just get a little bit of relief for five, six, seven hours. Wake up feeling worse than I did before I did it. Do it again. And I did that for a couple of months. And, y'all, I'm sitting at my dad's house, and it's about 2 in the morning, and I just hear my voice, and it says, Anson, what are you doing? What are you doing, man? Get your S-H-I-T together. And that's what I did, and that that was God speaking to me through my voice, and I'm I'm convinced. I threw away the, the Tito's. I threw away all my prescription drugs. I started healing my mind. I started healing my body. All I'm telling you is this. If I can do it, you can do it. I promise. I lost my gym. I lost. I didn't have any money in my checking account. Okay. Broke physically, broke mentally, broke psychologically, broke emotionally. I came back. I'm better now than I've ever been in my life in every area. And the reason being because I didn't quit. I turned it over to God. And then I just did my part. And Clay, I don't think most people do their part. That's my opinion. No, no. Most people don't do their part at all they like to sit back disguise it with a pill yeah or blame it on somebody else i mean look man all the stuff i've been through self-inflicted that's why i got that still standing tattoo right it was one of the first tattoos i had because mm-hmm. because i've been doing dumb crap for a while <laughs> making bad decisions for a while and yeah. the, the, the still standing tattoo <laughs> is through all my self-inflicted stupidity yeah and bad decisions yeah. i'm somehow still standing and you know i talk a lot on this show about looking in that mirror right over there yeah at the man in that mirror and like anything that's going on in my life i don't care if somebody did it to me i let them in there to do it to me you know there's a reason that you're still standing too and it's because god has a purpose for you yeah and obviously that purpose is right here okay doing what you do man and i consider it an honor and a privilege to be on here we every thursday because i know what you bring to the table i know what a good guy you are and that's who I want to hang out with. That's who I'm going to break bread with is a Clay Edwards. You see what I'm saying? I dig it. I dig it. That's why I like having Anson Walker on the, on the show because I know we're going we're kind of two peas in a pod. Yeah. Or cut from the same cloth anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll tell you what. Let's do this. Let's take a break, come back, and let's yeah. have a little longer uh, landing strip. I'm going to close them down one. with a little bit of pretenders versus contenders, That's always and then we can, we can wrap that up. I like it. Okay. All right. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back with Anson B. Walker. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. 
We're live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. <clears throat> Real quick, man, we're going to go straight to the phone line. We've got Amber on. She tried calling a couple times to speak with Anson. So let's go straight to Amber. Hey, Amber. Hey. Um, first, I wanted to say, Anson, I just realized this whole time I've heard your name, and it just clicked. Your brother was my teacher and my coach in high school a long time ago. Wow. Like, small I, world, huh? Yeah, small world. But I wanted to tell you this. So, this has nothing to do with you. This has everything to do with me. But okay. like every time this morning comes on, whenever it's you talking, I would get so annoyed. I'm like, I do not want to hear this. It really got on my nerves. But it's really because I have had like the strongest conviction for a long time to live healthier. I am super blessed with a high metabolism. I eat and drink like garbage. I eat whatever <laughs> I want, whenever I want. I never eat healthy, but right. I'm also passing it down to my children. And I have felt convicted for a really long time. I've also like had this urge. I want to work out so bad. Like I want to be one that goes to the gym. My husband's super healthy, goes to the gym all the time. But like for the longest time, my mindset is, well, why do I need to go to the gym? I'm skinny, but it's only because God blessed me with a high metabolism, but I'm not really healthy. Right. And I just have so many excuses, but they're valid. Like, I've got a bunch of children. I have a foster baby. My husband works out of state. I have a job. Yeah. And I don't know when I will ever have time to go to the gym, but I really want to, and it, like, weighs heavy on me every day. Yeah. Well. Like that. Yeah. Look, here's the deal. You're, you're a mother, okay, several kids. So first of all, you have a full-time job that I don't have. So I'm not going to attempt to give you any advice there. I'm not. All I can say is this. There's never a perfect time. Okay. There never will be a perfect mm-hmm. time. And so if you want to make it happen, you'll make it happen. Okay. That, mm-hmm. That's a fact. Um, if you want to eat some Doritos, you're going to eat some damn Doritos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so the gym's the same thing. The only thing I, I look at it like this. Yeah, you're blessed to have high metabolism, but guess what? You need to have strong bones. You're a woman. Mm-hmm. And that's what the gym comes in, to fight off osteoporosis and be around for those kids. Because guess what? Your kids are going to have kids one day. And then you're going to be grandma, Mimi, whatever the, whatever the, the term is. Mm-hmm. And if you don't start building those habits right now, guess what? 20 years, you're going to get your butt kicked. Something's right. going to be dealt to you. And you control that right now. You're young enough to where you can control that and you can make a, a decision that you need to make. But if you keep on on the road that you're on right now, okay, it's not going to end well. And look, you may make it to 50, 60, but at some point in time, it's going to kick your butt. I, I know this, Amber. I control my actions. I control my attitude. I control my effort all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's what you got to do. And you're so right. Yeah, and, there, and look, I know there's a bunch of gyms. You live in Brandon, correct? Well, let me tell you this. This is another. This is how else. This is how I know I'm lazy. I work in a hospital that has a gym, and yep. I leave every day at two thirty. I don't have to get yeah. my kids till five thirty. Yeah, and saying that's that's on it. you, and you can take an hour, and you can go do that. And I'll tell you this: when you're hitting the gym, it's going to help you mentally. It's going to help you physically. You're going to be a better mother. You're going to be a better wife. You're going to be a better person. You're going to be a better business guru. You're going to be better in every aspect of your life if you'll hit the gym. And I'm yeah, not. I'm right. not. I'm not talking down to you. I'm talking no, to I'm you not. as a friend. I want you to know that, hey, guys. I got to cut it short. Yep. Amber, you got to land the thank plane. You. Yep. I appreciate it. Hey, he yep. sent you a friend request on Facebook. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Anson, you got about a minute. Take us home. Yeah. Let me just say this real quick. Um, y'all, you're either a pretender or a contender. In the game we daily play called life, you're referred to as a pretender or a contender. In more than 20-something years, I've been doing this health and fitness lifestyle. I've interpreted it the way I see it. I use my God-given abilities to process the information available to me. Every week, I run across pretenders. However, the true contenders are a little 
harder to come by. And there are several reasons for that. Every one of us has the potential to be a contender, to reach our design level of full effectiveness. I believe we all have to get out of our comfort zones daily to do this. Y'all, I'm Manson Walker. I work at Galugstat Fitness in Galugstat, Mississippi. I can help you mentally and I can help you physically, but you got to reach out to me. Y'all know how to do it. Anson Walker on Facebook or just call out there to Gluck Stat Fitness. Go follow them on Facebook. I recently did the other day. I really thought I had been, honestly. But neither here nor there. Amazing facility. Go see Anson in person out there. Let him get you on a, on the right track to health. Anson, thank you. The Clay, Walker Lifestyle. Appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir. See you next week. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back with Mac Haddow with a Kratom. Welcome back in. Hour number two of the Clay Edwards Show. We're live in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by Ellis Autoplex. Get out there, see us on Highway 471 in Brandon, Mississippi, down there on the 047 end, down by Boo's Smokehouse in the back porch, 471 Crawfish Barn. Can't miss it. Man, look, we've got a ton of good Ford F-150s as, as well as a few other trucks, and we have some cars and SUVs. If you're not scared of getting something seven, eight, nine years old, maybe 100,000 miles or so, don't want to spend the big money at the new dealerships, we got something just for you at Ellis Autoplex. Give us a call or stop by. You can shop us online at ellisautoplex.com. And, of course, if you're looking to sell your vehicle, we will buy it from you on the spot. Check, local check. You can run go cash today. So uh, don't deal with all the Craigslist crazies and the marketplace maniacs. Bring your car over to Ellis Autoplex and let us buy it from you. If you know somebody looking to sell their car, send them to me. If if they buy it or if I buy it from them, I'm cutting you a check for 150 bucks. You can swing by and pick it up. All right. Ellis Autoplex. EllisAutoplex.com. Okay. On the phones this morning, I got Mr. Mac Haddow with the American Kratom Association. We're talking about uh, our Mississippi legislature trying to ban Kratom again. We've been railing about it on the show here for a while now. Uh, Mac, good morning. Good morning, Clay. Thank you for this opportunity to talk with you today. Yes, sir. Uh, tell folks who you are, what you do. So my name is Mac Haddo. Uh, I'm the senior fellow on public policy with the American Kratom Association, which is a consumer advocacy organization. We don't represent the vendors. We protect consumers. And we fight for, state by state, the ability and freedom of consumers to, to uh, buy safe Kratom products, that are free from adulterants and that protect consumers. And that's our mission, and we fight every day for it. So uh, we've talked before, and you know they tried to do doing this last year, and we were able to stave it off, <clears throat> stave it off. And of course, it's come back this year, and they're running out, they're running out all the, the the typical characters and actors to talk about how dangerous this is, and how addictive it is, and how deadly it is. And you know, in my day to day life as a as a daily kratom user. I have not seen any of these things that they keep continuing to say happen. Um, what are we trying to do to fight this off? So first, uh, let me just say that, that Delegate Yancey, who is the sponsor of the Kratom Ban Bill and also the chairman of the Drug Policy Committee in the House. Yeah, we're talking about uh, we Lee, Lee Yancey from Rankin County, for anybody out there listening. Correct. Yes. And, and actually, we agree on the objective, and that is to protect consumers. The pathway to do that however, is informed by, on one side, the science, which we think should be the driving force behind any public policy on Kratom. And on the other side, you have disinformation, which is being disseminated on a regular basis, disinformation defined as inaccurate, outdated, and completely false information that comes from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. 
and they are they are followed by the Mississippi Medical Association, who is completely wrong on the Kratom issue. They have a duty to, to be accurate and truthful, just as the FDA does, but they just, they just without question, follow what the FDA says. And, and the interesting thing is that no one has to believe the American Kratom Association that the FDA is wrong and that the Mississippi Medical Association is wrong. You have to look to the Department of Health and Human Services, that has fully evaluated all of the science and data, which the FDA claims supports the scheduling or banning of Kratom at the federal level, and the HHS department said insufficient data and evidence. In fact, it was characterized by the Assistant Secretary for Health, Dr. Brett Shawa, as being disappointingly poor evidence and data. The National Institutes on Drug Abuse recognizes that the FDA is wrong, that Kratom is a valuable harm reduction tool for people that are struggling with addictions, and the UN Commission on Narcotic Drugs that was petitioned by the FDA, and they convened a panel of international experts, 12 experts in addiction and substance abuse, and they unanimously determined that Kratom was safe, that it was not subject to scheduling uh, as the way that the Mississippi Medical Association and the FDA says. So you don't have to listen to, to a group like ours. You listen to the scientists, to the experts, all of whom have demonized, they rejected the demonization by the FDA of Kratom. And it's unfortunate that the medical association doesn't listen to the science. They should listen to the science, but instead they've been, they've been literally seduced by the FDA's disinformation, disinformation campaign, and that's what we're fighting in Mississippi. We want consumers to have the right, the freedom, to manage their health care and their well-being, making informed decisions with safe products that are labeled appropriately, manufactured correctly, and that are not sold to minors. Those are the key criteria that we should be following. Instead, you have the Medical Association in lockstep with the FDA, who's simply wrong on this issue. So let me ask this. And anywhere that I get it, it's, it's behind a counter. Uh, isn't it already illegal for minors to get it is. Now, in, in Mississippi, it's currently not. Uh, it should be, and we think that's important. And when I spoke to the uh, Narcotics Bureau in Mississippi, we agree on that point. Uh, the concern that law enforcement has, and it's appropriate, is that children should not be able to buy Kratom products because, frankly, they have you know, psychoactive properties, and children don't have the good judgment nor the inclination to read labels to inform them about what the proper amount of a serving size might be. Uh, we rely on parents to guide them, and we don't think that Kratom should be available to minors. Uh, yeah, I have, I have no problem agreeing with that. Where, where does the Kratom Association stand on it uh, not being in gas stations or being in gas stations? That, that, that seems to be the, the kicker here for people. Is It's a it's gas station heroin or, or whatever they want to call it. Well, you know, gas stations have evolved, and I'm, I don't, this is going to sound like I'm being sarcastic, and I promise I'm not. Gas stations have evolved wildly over the last 20 years or so. You, you can get everything at gas stations now. Why can't I? Shouldn't I be able to do these things? I can go to Walmart and get my prescriptions filled. You know, it, it, that, that just seems like a, I don't know, it just seems something nitpicky to me. If I, if, as an adult, as a 45-year-old grown man, that makes my own decisions every day. I do not want the government, particularly our Mississippi legislature, telling me what I can and can't put in my body because a few people found a way to abuse something that I frankly didn't think you could abuse. It, it has zero addictive uh, properties as far as I'm concerned. You know, I, I've never once upped my dosage. Never once. From the first time I've taken it four or five years ago 
to today, which I haven't taken any today, but yesterday, never once up my dosage. And it, it accomplishes the same thing I needed to do every, every day. It gives me a slight boost of energy and it eases my anxiety. I know I, hit you with, I know I hit you with a lot of different stuff there. I'm sorry. I just I get fired <laughs> up about right. this. So you and I have a similar experience. I'm a daily Kratom user myself. Uh, I don't experience these kinds of addictions that, they, that some claim are attended to Kratom. I'm not suggesting that you can't have a psychological addiction to any product. It is true that Kratom does generate a dependence, much like caffeine. Caffeine is the most widely used drug in the world, and certainly here in the United States, it is a, a widely consumed product, both in sodas and in coffee. Uh, Kratom, by the way, is a part of the coffee plant family, and so its genetics are very similar to the effects that you would see with caffeine. We don't attempt to ban caffeine. Uh, we don't attempt to regulate caffeine because any dependence that's associated with the use of caffeine is what is known in the scientific community as a benign addiction which means you create dependence on it, and what you're weaning off of it, and this is true with Kratom, traditionally, the average Kratom user, if they stop cold turkey, would have a week to 10 days of a minor headache, a runny nose, and an upset stomach, and then they're done. That's far different. No matter what the medical association tries to say, to lie to the people of Mississippi, it is not true that Kratom is highly addictive in its general use, and you become psychologically addictive, of course. And you have extreme cases where people are abusing any substance like Kratom, yes, but that's not a basis to ban it. But let me tell you my view about gas station Kratom, or as some like to coin it in a very cute little marketing ploy, gas station heroin. First off, Kratom is not a, a controlled substance, and it isn't at the federal level, nor can it be based on the eight factors that are required under the Controlled Substances Act. So when someone tries to label Kratom as gas station heroin, that's a cute marketing trick to, to deceive people. I don't care where you buy Kratom. I think when you buy it, you should know what's in the product. You should know that it's registered with the state of Mississippi and required to go through good manufacturing practices. You should know that the manufacturer is not allowed to add any kind of substance to the natural plant product that would make it dangerous. And that includes controlled substances because bad actors right now and put fentanyl in it, heroin, morphine, and cocaine. That's just that's the way bad actors work, and we need to restrict them. And you should be able to look at the label of any Kratom product and know how much you should take at any given time. And, and you should know, by the way, on the label, who manufactured it. That's the way to bring the, the, the issues that the Medical Association and the Delegate Nancy are concerned about by regulating this product appropriately and eliminating the bad actors who adulterate Kratom who do mislead consumers and let them, when they buy the Kratom, they think they're buying the pure Kratom product, and they're actually getting a, a product that's laced with fentanyl, which is highly addictive and dangerous, or morphine or heroin or even buprenorphine. So these are the things that we ought to be doing, and we do this all the time. And I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, a couple of decades back, we had a Tylenol, Tylenol scare. There were people who had, had adulterated a, a Tylenol product, the, the, the result was not to ban Tylenol. It was to regulate it so that the packaging made it tamper-resistant so that someone just, just couldn't come in and create a dangerous product. It was a woman who had killed her husband with poison and then tried to hide it by going in a, an adulter and poisoning uh, a, a couple dozen bottles of Tylenol. I want to say maybe in Texas, Oklahoma, something like that. I and, lived in and, Chicago, and there were nine deaths associated with it. But the point is... 
that any adulterated product should be controlled. You don't want that to happen. But banning is not the solution. It is extreme. It's anti-American. It, unless, the, unless the substance does contain dangerous substances, which the science, and this is what the Medical Association and I hope Delegate Yancey will listen to, listen to the science. And I would just challenge, and I've done it directly, and the Medical Association refuses to have a conversation with us. What does the Medical Association in Mississippi know that the Department of Health and Human Services doesn't know? What the National Institutes on Drug Abuse doesn't know? What the U.S. Congress, who has passed report language encouraging more research and accessibility of Kratom for people who are struggling with addictions, what do, what do they know that they don't, that the Medical Association know? And what does the Medical Association know that 12 international experts on substance abuse and addiction who unanimously voted not to schedule Kratom at the international level, which has a lower standard in the United States? What do they know? Well, the truth is they don't know anything other than to repeat the FDA's disinformation campaign, which is now under attack. There is a federal bill that's been filed which directly challenges the FDA. There's, now, here's the bottom line question. Why can't we trust the FDA? The fact of the matter is the FDA's gotten it wrong on many things. The FDA is an enemy of dietary supplements and herbal supplements and have been for decades. And if the FDA had its way, you, you couldn't buy a vitamin, you couldn't buy a dietary supplement. They want to strip you of your freedoms. That's what the Medical Association in Mississippi is trying to do as well. And we're talking about the same people who say that, uh, that, that, that Lucky Charms are healthier for you than steak. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, I mean, look, I, I have no t- coming out of COVID. I have zero trust for any government entity with three letters in it: the CDC, the FDA, the FBI, any of them. If it's got three three letters, I do not trust it immediately. Anything they say is good for me, I automatically go the opposite direction, and 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 I and I hate that. I hate that I have this total distrust for any of these government entities concerning my health. And the FDA has earned that distrust. They, they have a standing among the American people of less than 40% of approval. And they've earned that. We should be able to trust anything that the FDA says, and we should be able to take it to the bank. And the truth is, you cannot. And that's, you don't have to listen to me again. Listen to the experts that have evaluated all of the claims with respect to Kratom made by the FDA, and they find that they're wrong. And it was interesting in the hearing that uh, was held uh, with the Drug Policy Committee several months ago. Delegate Yancey was the chairman of that committee. Uh, There were statements made by the Medical Association that the Mayo Clinic is also against Kratom. Well, the truth is that the Mayo Clinic has not done one lick of research. Not a single penny has been spent by the Mayo Clinic on research into Kratom. They simply republish the disinformation that is disseminated by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. And the fruit of the poisonous tree applies here. If you're just going to repeat a lie, and the FDA told the first lie, the Mayo Clinic repeated it, and now you've got the Medical Association repeating it as though it's the gospel truth, and it is not. It is a lie. And they won't won't account for it, they won't explain it, and they won't even meet with us to have that discussion. To the credit of the Narcotics Bureau in Mississippi, they did meet with us. They listened to us, and the conclusion of that meeting was an exchange of information that led to a far better understanding about what Kratom actually is, and it's the adulterated products that are the problem. And if 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 the medical association were truly committed to protect the people of Mississippi, they would sit down and have a discussion with the leading scientists in this field to understand what the true addiction liability and the true safety factors are in Kratom. They don't want to do that because they don't want to be accountable. Shame on them, and no one should be listening to them either. Now, we just had a, t- uh, a texter 
text in who was big on the marijuana fight, Hardy Case text in, said we need to have a rally down at the Capitol and uh, let these folks know, man. Is it, we're, the, all, it seems like the only people that they're listening to are the quote-unquote victims or family members of people that uh, are parading around pretending they have a Kratom addiction. And, and like I said, I'm very passionate about this because it's something that I use every day without a problem. So when I see these people, uh, particularly some of these parents that go in there and rant and rave about what happened to their children with it, I, I have a hard time believing that it's solely a Kratom issue. I, I believe a lot of people are masking are masking an opioid addiction as Kratom because of a, 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 a guilt thing, or they don't want they think they can get in less trouble if they say they were addicted to Kratom than opioids. I think that's a big part of this that, that isn't being looked at by these folks. But teach their own, man. I hope this is a fight that we can keep that we don't have to keep fighting. But uh, we're here for it as long as we have to be. That's exactly right. And, and I have great sympathy for families who lose a loved one that are trapped in these addiction cycles. But to blame Kratom when the science does not document it, these families, unfortunately, are caught in this, this uh, whirlwind of trial lawyers who are trying to hustle cases in order to find a deep pocket to get a settlement. They're not interested in the truth. They're interested in getting a buck. And the truth is, if everyone were to look at what the medical examiners and coroners are concluding about Kratom, which is based largely on the FDA's disinformation campaign, every one of the autopsies that we've had evaluated by independent forensic toxicologists have fallen apart. They are not caused by Kratom. They are caused by other underlying conditions, polydrug use, or adulterated Kratom products not a pure, safe Kratom product. Yeah. Hey, Mac, can you can you hang on and do another segment with me? Absolutely. All right, hang tight. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We are live on 103.9 WYAB with Mac Haddow with the American Kratom Association talking about them trying to take more of our liberties and freedoms away down at the Mississippi Legislature. This We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. I am live here in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. This segment brought to you by Lakeland Glass and Tent. Get out there and see them for all of your automotive windshield replacement needs, as well as all of your home, car, and business window tinting needs. And they also wrap vehicles, walls, countertops, whatever else you need. If you want to change the color of it, they can do it. They can put your logo on it. It's phenomenal. Check them out online, lakelandglassandtent.com, where quality matters. You can also call them at 601-946-1000. All right, we have got two guests on the line here. Uh, we've got Mac Haddall with the American Kratom Association. Mac, you still there? I am, yes. We have had James call in, who I believe helped set this interview up. Uh, and James is on the line with us, too. I wanted to bring up something very important. James, are you there? Yes, sir. All right, can you all hear each other? Yes, sir. Yes. Great. James, make your point, please. Yeah, um, well, I've noticed uh, two things. For one, TNFTine is popping up in all these gas stations next to Kratom products, which is a highly addictive uh, research chemical, prescription drug in some countries. And uh, radio stations such as our uh, y'all's competitor, 97 point whatever, they are actually calling this a TNFTine ban rather than a Kratom ban, but they're including the tragedy in the bill. So they're intentionally misleading people who maybe have had, you know, conversations with family members that okay well kratom's not bad but that we're not talking about kratom we're talking about the nft so yeah mac are y'all are you seeing that type uh, them lumping this in with other things to try to get it banned yeah actually i think there are two things happening in mississippi that are of concern first is exactly what's been targeted here where you mixing 
the evaluation of different products with and conflating them with Kratom. They are vastly different products. Kratom is a plant-based product. Uh, Tianeptine is a chemically-based product, and they look, need to be looked at differently because science should dictate decisions on these products. So the scientific evidence on Kratom should prevail at, with respect to, uh, to any regulations or bans, as should it for Tianeptine. Let them be evaluated independently. The second concerning thing that's happening is Delegate Yancey is looking at allowing the Department of Health in Mississippi to make unilateral decisions about whether any product that poses what they perceive to be a public threat uh, be banned. Now, the problem with that is that the Department of Public Health is probably, at at least at this point, appears to be in lockstep with the FDA's disinformation campaign about Kratom. At the federal level, we do not allow the Food and Drug Administration to independently and unilaterally make the decision about scheduling. They are required to submit a proposal. HHS and DEA evaluate and determine that. We can't let the Department of Public Health in Mississippi unilaterally make these decisions, and that's sort of a dodge that very creative one that Delegate Yancey has come up with. It just doesn't work because it would deprive Mississippi residents of the freedom to make their own choices about safe products. James, go ahead. Absolutely. And um, if I'm not mistaken, now I've heard this from a Mississippi member of the AKA, um, is the FDA not patenting a chemical version of metragenine at this point? There is a, uh, a proposal uh, that's been submitted in preliminary form for a Kratom product to be evaluated and under a new drug application process, but it requires the chemical synthesization of the plant uh, alkaloids, so it's not the pure plant that's being submitted for review by the FDA. A bigger concern to us is that there are, there are specific companies in the pharma space who are looking at non-addictive pain relievers who view Kratom as a competing product. They don't want to go through the new drug application process so that they can charge exorbitant amounts of money for a pain relief product when people can go and buy Kratom and achieve exactly the same result. So there's politics at play here, very disappointing, but chemically uh, the new products are going to be drugs as opposed to the natural plant, which is a, a botanical supplement, which is far different than an NDA process for a pain relief uh, product. Absolutely. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't the two ladies that got Kratom uh, banned in Arkansas both have direct ties to the Suboxone industry? Well, my research on how the Arkansas ban took effect was actually one addiction recovery doctor who made yeah, the that's who I'm referring to. I thought it was two. I apologize. Yeah, and, and my understanding is that the, and, and I've sat with the uh, former Secretary of Health in Arkansas, Dr. Romero. He's now with the Centers for, for Disease Control. Uh, and we discussed this very fact, and he characterized the process by which Kratom was originally banned as probably a rush to judgment because it was based only on one report. There was not an, an, an analysis done, which should have been, as to whether Kratom met the eight factors which are required for controlled substances. So we're working... Uh, as as hard as we can in Arkansas to get that ban reversed. And one of the tragic outcomes of a ban was evidenced in Arkansas when a man purchased a product legally in Missouri, lived right across state line, drove into Arkansas, was picked up by the police on a suspect. And this is heartbreaking, uh, the sentence that he got. I'm sorry, I'll let you finish. Yeah, it is. Uh, He was arrested for not having or stopped 
for not having a light illuminating his license plate, which tells you a little bit about what the stop was about. They Profiling. asked him if they could search his car. He agreed to do it because he didn't think Kratom, it was, he knew it was illegal to, to purchase Kratom in, in uh, Arkansas, didn't know it was illegal to possess it. He was convicted on a Y felony. And a Y felony in Arkansas required the jury the minimum sentence that they could give him was 10 years. They gave it to him. And obviously, that was an outrageous event for this guy who was struggling with meth addictions using Kratom as a harm reduction tool. And he's uh, my age. He's mine. And, oh, Clay's a little older than me, but he could have been either one of us, you know? Yeah. It will and be me that, in Mississippi. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> if they ban <laughs> Kratom, you, it will, it, that will be my first felony. Yeah, I know. Hell, I'll die. I'm right there with you, brother. Yeah, the sad outcome of that case is that after he was incarcerated, several weeks into his sentence, he was beaten to death or fell in unknown circumstances and died in jail. None of that would have happened. Yeah, he didn't fall. Yeah, Yeah, none of that would have happened. That death would not have occurred had Arkansas had the right policy on Kratom, which is to regulate it, protect consumers against adulterated Kratom products, and let people a, make their own. It's 100% own. reefer madness at this point is what they're doing. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, here's something I've said several times, speaking of reefer madness, is is when you turn, when you force something to the black market and you make something illegal, you know, what is a kid out there thinking, like, oh, man, it's illegal. I suddenly want to try this now. Exactly. I'm in possession of something everybody can't put their hands on. It's the same reason I tried pot for the first time. It's the same reason I tried any drug I've ever tried for the first time. Because it was illegal. I couldn't walk into a gas station and get it. Same reason usage rates in Colorado and other recreational states are going down because it's not cool anymore for, you know, cannabis. Yep. Hey, James, I'm going to let you go and wrap up with a... with, yeah, I'm sorry. I, Mac here. I, I stayed on here too long. Uh, Mac, it is a pleasure to actually talk to you for the first time. I've been a silent fan for years, Clay. Likewise, y'all have a great day. Thank you, James. Well, thank you. Let me just conclude with this, if I could, Clay. Yes. Everyone should read what Dr. Zawa, the Assistant Secretary for Health, said about a ban on Kratom. He said in a letter, official, and I'm glad to circulate it to you, in his letter he said that you will put millions of Americans at risk if you ban Kratom because they will not be allowed to use Kratom forcing them to more dangerous and unsafe products, whether it's in the illicit market or even in the legal market, where they, we know that these are unsafe and highly addictive and deadly drugs. Yeah, and no, you kill people with bans. And that, and that is ex- everybody should hear that. That is exactly why I'm fighting this fight. I had, no in, I had no intentions on being the local face of the Kratom fight here and being the only guy on radio or in media that's standing up and fighting for this. But because of what I've seen it help people who have been addicted to pain pills, addicted to meth, addicted to these other things, I've seen it give them a landing strip to get off those things without having to go to recovery and rehab and expensive medical procedures and everything else. I've seen it save lives. And sure, maybe you're replacing one vice for another, but I'd sure as hell rather be replacing uh, taking Kratom every day than amphetamines, whether it be Adderall or meth or pain pills or heroin. It's a much, much different animal we're talking about here. And you want to take that from people just assuming that they're going to just quit doing everything. You're not going to ban your way into a sober society or whatever you want to call it. Agreed. Thank you. Thank you, Mac. Uh, anytime you want to call in, uh, open invitation, just let me know. Thanks so. Uh-huh. Thanks so much. See yes, you later. Mac Haddow with the American Cradle Association. I'm telling you, if you're on the fence about this, call me. 
Email me, clay at wyab.com. I will gladly have a conversation with any of you about it. The the pros outweigh the cons. You can abuse anything. You take enough Tylenol. What did Cat Williams say? You take 37 Tylenol, you're going to be dead later. Something along those lines. And that's true. You can abuse too much of anything. We don't need to be banning things. I have no problem with some regulation. Zero problem with some regulation. I think everybody's on board with that. But... This, just, this banning stuff does not work. I, I continue to wait for somebody to call this show and give me an example of prohibition working. 601-879-0002. The phone line is yours. If you can tell me a time that prohibition worked and made, made a problem completely go away. We'll be right back. 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. I want to thank uh, Mac for calling in with the American Kratom Association. I thought he really laid out a good point. Thank you, James, for calling in, too. Uh, <clears throat> got to fight that fight, man. Got to fight that fight. I'm live in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. And uh, let's go straight to the phone line here. I got a caller on the air wanted to uh, tell us a story. Hey, caller, you're on there. Hey, Clay, how you doing? Man, I'm doing good. What you got going on this morning? Well, I wanted to call in, um, kind of going on what you've been talking about the last few weeks about relationships and people sliding into your DMs and stuff like that. Yes. I had a situation where I'm a, I'm a straight man, by the way, and nothing wrong with being gay or anything like that. You're, 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 a, hetero, you're, a, you're a heterosexual uh, male? Yeah, I'm a heterosexual male. You know, uh, nothing against gay people. I think it's great. You know, you do you, most of that. Um, but uh, a gay man messaged me last night and kind of hit me up and I thought it was out of kind of out of left field there and so it kind of brought up a question um, you know talking to some of my friends that are gay that can you be a straight man and hook up with a gay guy you know can you do that just once and still be considered straight I say no I say if you're a straight man you can't hook up like one time with a gay guy to experiment because if you do you're gay which is, again, nothing wrong with that, but that's, that's just the way I look at it. Now, I think it's different with women who can, who can do that and still be straight. So I was trying to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's funny you brought that up because somehow or another this got brought up in conversation the other day between a friend and I. And I was like, no, man, you can sleep with 10,000 women and one dude and you're gay. Exactly. Forever. That's what I think. Now, there, there's, there, there, girls can be bi. Men can't be bi. Exactly. If that's in your head to hook up with a guy, you're, you're gay, which, you know, embrace it. I got no problem with that. But I don't think you can say, oh, well, I occasionally hook up with guys, but I'm a married guy or I got a girlfriend. I know. If you, if you have any gay friends, they, they all tell you the story about, oh, you know, you wouldn't believe how many straight married men uh, come and, 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 and hook up with gay guys. I'm like, well, they're, they're not straight. They're just married men. There, there's a difference. Right, right. It's like kind of like this uh, George Santos guy on TV, you know, the congressman. Yeah. He's uh, married to a woman, but he was obviously gay and uh, and didn't tell her. And, you know, now come out as a gay man because that's what he was. That's funny. It's true, though. I mean, and and it's a conversation worth having. I know that we're being a little tongue in cheek here. No pun intended. But it uh, it, is a conversation worth having because here's the deal, right? If if somebody's off and look. This is not a knock at the gay community, but we know that STD rates can be a little higher, you know, in those type situations. 
then you're bringing that then you're bringing that back into the straight community or your or to your wife or to whomever it's a very dangerous situation there when people do that kind of stuff yeah i mean well i mean i think you know even if you just if you're cheating on your spouse one way or the other it's dangerous right i mean if you're bringing uh, yeah, somebody outside into marriage absolutely regardless if you're gay or not but i mean i just i just think there's a difference where you know if you're a guy and those are your thoughts and you're obviously you're hiding something which you know which again again it's fine to be gay but just admit it. Yeah, you know, look, man, I, I say it all the time. I mean, everybody knows I'm pretty right-wing conservative. But the, the gay thing has been one thing that's never been an issue with me. I grew up with gay friends, um, hung out in gay bars around Jackson back when we used to party because they were the ones that were open late. Never had an issue with it, never will. Um, I just don't care. What you do in your bedroom is, is up to you. But don't be parading around here like you're straight if you're not. I mean, just just right. be upfront right. about yeah. it. It's a, it's a, it, look, I think we can all agree that it's a good time to be gay in America with all the uh, as fashionable as it's become. I don't think sure. you're going to be. I don't think anybody's going to uh, do anything bad to you. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Just well, I think it also plays on your you know conservative uh, stuff. With you're just talking about kratom, and should you have the freedom to you know go buy kratom? And I agree with you. I think you should. I think if you're a conservative, and I'm not a conservative. I'm I'm, I'm a liberal, but I think if you're a conservative. You know, you should be all about it. Be gay. Be whatever you want to be. I mean, it's up to you. I don't care as long as it's infringed on my rights. Why do I care? You know, I think I think what happened during COVID really hit the reset button for a lot of people on learning what being a what, what a true conservative is or a true liberal. And I and I learned that I had a way more in common with traditional liberals throughout COVID than I ever than I probably ever would have otherwise when it comes to freedom of speech and all kind of stuff. Because growing up, it was always the other way around. It was the liberals who were fighting for freedom of speech and all these things, and conservatives that were uh, putting warning labels on record records at parental advisory stuff on records and all that, you know, and yeah, it's, we were it's, in the 90s, two live crew and all that kind yeah. of stuff. I mean, they were kind of trying to stop all that that was going on at that time. Yeah. But it's a very, very unique deal. Hey brother, I appreciate you calling in this morning. Uh, good question there. I, the phone line is blowing up. So I guess we got some people that want to answer that question. So I'll be listening. All right. Thanks. Alexia. Stay safe, huh? All right. Let's go to our next caller here. Hey, caller, you're on there. Hey, caller, you're on there. Let's try this one more time. I think uh, it's about to ring here. Here we go. Hey, caller, you're on there. Oh, hey, Clay. Thanks for taking the call, man. Yeah. I'm trying to get through for a minute. Uh, so I just I wanted to comment. I just heard you guys talking about the Kratom and, and the Tianapton. So I just wanted to share, you know, I had, I've tried both in the past, but you know, for several years now, been pretty much a daily Tianapton user, and I have found that to be, you know, severely addictive with, you know, attempts to quit resulting in pretty severe, you know, physical withdrawals and, and rebound depression, that sort of thing. So, you know, I've gotten to the point now where I'm almost two weeks in, you know, haven't, haven't touched the stuff. And I really just kind of want to ask you about the, you know, the Kratom with that. You know, there's so many choices and options. I mean, do y'all have anything that, you know, you recommend? Or Yeah, as far as what's easy to get around here, it's a, it's a, it's a very popular brand. I've done some research on it. I haven't had a problem with it. It's OPMS. OPMS. OPMS is the brand. Okay, yeah, I've seen that one. Yep, that 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 you, one you that one's been good for me. There's another one called Commander, but I, the OPMS seems to be the cleaner. 
Um, again, I've had no negative side effects, so that's the one I can speak on. And there's some more designer, like high end real stuff you can order online. I got a buddy of mine out in Colorado who has a, who has a, who's a, has a medical, uh, marijuana dispensary or he grows marijuana. One or the other, he's from here. And, uh, he was telling me about some stuff he uses the other day. He heard the show and it's like, it told me if I ever wanted some really, really good stuff, he could, he could get it to me, but you had to buy a kilo of it at a time. And, uh, I don't know if that's a commitment I want to make. So is that, are you talking like capsules or liquid extract or? I, you know, I, I think it's just straight powder, the powder version. Gotcha. Which, which you want, which you'll never mix anything nastier with your water than powdered kratom yeah. in your life. <laughs> so the capsules are very appealing to me because I don't have to taste right. it. But, uh, and the, the extract uh, works very well too. But again, just nasty. Just nasty. Yeah. But, uh, but that's just my opinion, man. And, and hey, I preach it to call in because I had never even heard of that other, that other chemical till the other day when I saw they were lumping it and kratom in a band together. So it's yeah, something I mean, I've avoided. It's pretty effective, I'll say, as far as, you know, mild pain relief for treating depression or anxiety. Um, but yeah, it's, it's super addictive. And like I said, I, you know, for years now I've been taking the stuff, you know, and I've, I, of course, have, have attempted to abuse it, but I never really found that, you know, it would, you know, get you high or, you know, produce any type of euphoric feeling, at least not in my experience. That was the same with but, me and Kratom. I never experienced high. It just, it, it gave me a little boost of energy and it helped with my anxiety. And I, cause I, I believe it or not, right. as, as public as I am, I have terrible social anxiety. Um, and mm-hmm. it helps with that. But hey, brother, I got to take a break, man. Holler at me anytime I can help. My email is clay at wyab.com or hit me up on social. All right. Appreciate it, Clay. Uh huh. Stay safe. All right. Let's take a break real quick. Come back, land this plane for the day. This is the Clay Edwards Show on 1039 WYAB. When necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. And that's what we do a little bit around here, man. We break some rules. I mean, I think that's kind of the whole premise of this show. We'll have conversations nobody else wants to have. And uh, I tell you all my honest opinion. I'm not going to pretend to be something I'm not. I mean, look, I'm not going to pretend to have a belief because it's supposed to mean I'm more conservative if I believe this way. I am who I am. I consider myself extremely right-wing conservative. Uh, the, and the death threats I get from the left side of the aisle on a daily basis should solidify that. I just got a text message here I want to read before I get off the air from unknown texter. says, there is nothing conservative about supporting or accepting homosexuality, nor about pushing a chemical reliance for reduction of anxiety or depression. Homosexuality is an abomination. And how about some Jesus, sunshine, exercise, and clean, and clean eating for the anxiety and depression? Now look. I do not support any of these things. I just do not care what others do when they're the privacy of their bedroom. I, I don't. I don't want them in my bedroom. My freak flag may be flying. I don't want them in my bedroom. I'm just saying, I don't care what they do. Just keep it away from me. Keep it away from our kids. That's really all I ask. Keep it out of our laws. You know, but do what you want. All right, man, this has been the Clay Edwards Show. Been a fun ride today. Hope they'll let me back on tomorrow. Got Jim Thorne up next, followed by Jameson Haygood. And uh, then Kim Wade will close out the local lineup from 4 to 6. See you tomorrow. ClayEdwardsShow.com for the podcast. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.